Hello, Western Carolina. You are listening to WWCU-FM. My name is Lyndon Jones, and I'm here with a special guest. Will you please introduce yourself? Certainly. Thank you, Lyndon. Um, I am Dana Patterson, Dr. Dana Patterson, and I'm the Director for Intercultural Affairs here at Western Carolina University. Can you tell me more? What is Intercultural Affairs? I'm glad you asked that question. Intercultural Affairs is a very unique um, office on campus that is a part of the Division of Student Affairs, and we work uh, specifically to support the efforts of Western Carolina around inclusive excellence, which of course is one of our strategic directions here on campus. And so a lot of our work falls squarely around inclusive excellence, but also around the student experience, as well as supporting the academic mission of the university. What a great answer. Way to be fully rounded in it. <laughs> How does the ICA foster diversity on campus? Well, um, ICA is a department that has worked strategically with various different departments across campus. Um, We know that there are many offices that are deeply embedded and deeply committed to diversity and inclusive excellence on our campus. And so we work specifically in collaboration to support opportunities for knowledge gain um, and educational experiences that happen outside of the classroom, as well as supporting our faculty within the classroom to go on and to build um, stronger relationships and stronger communities on campus and throughout the community that really accentuate and build on the unique qualities that all of our students, all of our faculty, and all of our staff and community members have to offer to the table. We are an office that is definitely very strategically involved in trying to support the diversity that we have on campus and build opportunities for all of us to grow and in terms of our ability to thrive in a continuously more and more diverse and interconnected world. On your website, it lists a lot of different um, unions or organizations that do cater to diversity. For example, the Black Student Union, the Latino mm-hmm. Appreciation. We have Saga. Can you kind of just touch on a couple of these? Certainly. Um, the organizations that you missed it, that you listed included. Um, Black Student Union, the Asian Student Association, the Native Student Association, the Inspirational Gospel Choir, uh, Saga, which is our Sexuality and Gender Alliance, as well as just many other organizations that student organizations that are working to support students from underrepresented communities on our campus. And we call those um, organizations our umbrella organizations in that we try to provide additional layer of support for them. Certainly they are supported through Student Activities Office and uh, as recognized student organizations, many of them enjoy the rights and privileges that recognized student organizations do on our campus. But in addition, we provide an extra source of funding for those organizations that wish to produce programming that's in line with inclusive excellence and with building and maintaining a diverse community that respects differences and that continues to um, sort of strengthen knowledge about diverse perspectives. So that is part of the work that we do in collaboration with many organizations um, that fit under our umbrella, as well as with many of those um, departments, as we spoke about earlier, that are doing that work as well. So I've worked with everything from deans 
um, to our, and now even our radio station, which is great. <laughs> this is wonderful. Um, but also just really working with student organizations, including fledgling or- organizations such as the Queens of WCU, uh, which is a new women's organization. Uh, I was very surprised when I came on board in September of 2017 that there were not organizations that were dedicated specifically to understanding and sort of nurturing women, students on our campus. And so the Queens developed an organization early through the summer and worked with them. And so we serve as an umbrella for that organization as well. And um, we also serve to sort of connect them with other more experienced organizations so that they continue to benefit from the growth and the success of all of the organizations under our umbrella. Yes, ma'am. Well, to go a little deeper into that, why do you think there's a need for intercultural affairs here at Western? Oh, my goodness. That's a great question. (laughs) I I think that as we look at the world that we live in and the need to continue to develop a sense of critical thinking and independent critical thinking that's sort of free from the rhetoric uh, that's so fluent and so fluid in our, our society today, it's really important to recognize that employers are more and more concerned with students that are able to to deal with diversity in a very meaningful way, in a thoughtful way. And so together with our degree plus program on campus, which of course emphasizes things like teamwork and cultural competency and leadership, um, we work to provide programs and services and information that will support that ongoing mission. And, and it's, it is important because we live in a community where sort of cultural and ethnic diversity is not as rampant and it's not as plentiful as it is on maybe some other campuses that are less kind of uh, nestled in these beautiful mountains. So we have an opportunity as well as a responsibility, I believe, to make sure that all of our students are prepared to live in a diverse and interconnected world. So in doing that, we take that very seriously. And so the opportunities that we provide through ICA are available to every single student on campus. And we invite them and welcome them to come to ICA and to use that space as a a safe space for developing their own cultural competence and asking those really critical questions that help us all to become the type of lifelong learners that will continue to celebrate and work towards a more socially just community. Yes, Mm ma'am. Yes, Mm ma'am. Okay. Deeper than that. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. How can students get involved? Wow. Great question. So <laughs> virtually just by being a student at Western Carolina University, you have full access to intercultural affairs. And even if you don't know it or you never step foot in our office, which uh, would totally be a, a disappointment to us and uh, unfortunate because we have so many opportunities for students to get engaged and to get involved, all you have to do is come in. And sometimes or attend a program or something that we support. Um, we started off very early in the year at Valley Ballyhoo. And so that was my first Valley Ballyhoo. I, I missed that last year. <laughs> so this was my first Valley Ballyhoo. But just sort of looking at the line that was forming at that event for students that wanted to get engaged, wanted to get involved, wanted to be on our mailing list, wanted to have an opportunity to meet and greet other students across a diversity spectrum. So we took those names. We took individuals. Um, contact info- 
information and we try to send out information about when we're when we have programs um, and when we have opportunities for students to sort of jump on board and get engaged and get involved so we're always looking for volunteers to help with many of the programs that we support on campus I think that there's a misnomer that ICA is like somehow you have to join it or somehow you have to you know have membership or what have you but virtually just by being a member of the student body at Western Carolina University then you have full access and the full support of intercultural affairs all of our faculty staff and all of our support programs here on campus. Well, what events can we expect this year? We've already had some really fantastic events that were very well attended. For example, our Juve. We started off the year with our Juve Caribbean Street Party Celebration, which not only gave opportunities for a social outlet for students, but also provided information about the Caribbean culture, which is kind of a subculture that is very much so alive and well here on our campus. Many of our students come from Caribbean culture, and they come from these areas, and they don't expect that we will have opportunities to celebrate that culture, to learn more about it, to experience a little bit of that for ourselves, and then to celebrate the people and the culture and what they bring to this very uh, rich culture that's already a part of Western Carolina University. So besides just Juve and uh, some of those things that have already happened, uh, we also support, uh, we will also be working with Alphas to put on our Martin Luther King programs for the year. And of course, our Tunnel of Oppression is always a really great program where we get that lots of people involved. program last year. Yes, it is. It is. It's an interactive uh, program that allows individuals to sort of, if you will, shed some of the privilege that many of us have and that we come into the university with uh, just by virtue of even being allowed access to a university of higher education. Uh, many of us take for granted just some of the things that people have had to overcome. Everything from discrimination and oppression, poverty and to disabilities. And we take those experiences and we put them in and very accessible format so that, if you will, you could walk for a moment in the shoes of those who experience oppression and discrimination on a daily basis. And we make that something that um, students, faculty, staff can access through our Tunnel of Oppression. And then the most important part of that, psychological services, they support our debrief of the Tunnel of Oppression. So we have like a room of hope where you get an opportunity to explore the what's next and what are opportunities for me to get involved as an individual and what can I, as just one person, do to change the tide in the face of so much oppression and so much work to be done in building a socially just community? What we do with that Room of Hope is really provide resources, provide an opportunity to, for individuals to share their thoughts and their feelings in relationship to what they've just experienced through the tunnel of oppression, and to leave that with a sense of, I can contribute to a more just community, and there are things that I can do. And so we don't feel healthy helpless when we leave, that we want individuals to have a sense of hope and a sense of direction when they leave the tunnel of oppression so that they feel empowered to go out and to do something positive that will add to a, social, a more socially just community. That is fascinating. And the fact that ICA can contribute all of this to our campus right here and students can get involved right Absolutely, here. Absolutely, yes. On your website, it talks about diversity presentations. Mm -hmm. What is a diversity presentation? Well, a diversity pre presentation can range from going into a classroom, being invited by a faculty member, or even a student who has a concern about how conversations are unfolding around uh, sometimes very difficult to talk about diversity 
diversity concepts in the classroom. And so we assist and we're here to support our faculty members in helping to unpack some of those conversations and to really bring them to a point where students who may or may not have had very much access to diverse communities in their life thus far have an opportunity to engage with diversity in a way that's not scary, that's not overwhelming, but a way that feels like it's okay and that we can start exactly where our students are and then we can welcome them and provide opportunities for everyone to celebrate the unique contributions that we all make to diversity. We all have a role to play in in building on the diversity that we have created and the the rich diversity that's a part of our community here. And so we say that to every single student, every classroom, every student organization that invites us to come and be a part of their conversation, that we really are just interested in helping them take what they already know about diversity and inclusive excellence to the next level, linking it to the strategic direction of inclusive excellence that is a part of um, sort of what the university has already put as a primary goal and a primary strategic direction of the university. And we help link that to what organizations are doing through their various different programs and services that they provide, as well as what's happening in our classrooms and beyond. For that, for the sake, we can do a program or a presentation that can last an hour. We can do a presentation or a program that can last an entire weekend or even a week um, or something that happens in succession, including several weeks. So we've worked with so many organizations, including our orientation, sort of student advisors and orientation missions, RA staff, through residence life, residential living. And and we really try to promote and really start from what the work that they've already done. So we don't make any assumptions about the fact that there's already things that are underway that support diversity and inclusive excellence in all of these areas. And so we try to, first of all, give them a really big round of applause and support and thank them for the work that they've already been doing. And then we try to prepare steps that will allow them to understand sort of what would be the next level of experiencing inclusive excellence from where they are at that particular point. So some of those discussions can be uh, really big. Um, Sometimes those discussions can be very intimate and very small, but they all make a really big impact in the ripples that are going to change our community. Well, speaking of the ripples changing our community, let's talk about record admissions from freshman class. Mm -hmm. How has ICA grown since this? Are freshmen getting active in ICA, or is is this an upperclassman thing? Well, we have a large number of students who consider intercultural affairs to be their home away from home. So we're very fortunate to be, I think, very much so um, endeared to the community in that way. Intercultural affairs has expanded one of our major programs that really looks to support first-year students, and that is our peer mentoring program. So Project CARE is our peer mentoring program that is a culturally based, high-touch mentoring, peer-to-peer mentoring program that brings first-year students and brings them into a a very much so welcoming environment where they have a peer who has been successful, a student who has proven that they can navigate this environment, and a student that has proven that they can do well and overcome any barriers in order to be successful here at Western. And they serve as kind of a guide, not really hand-holding because, of course, we know that 
when students, by the time they come here, they are young adults and they've already formed many of their ideas and their vision already. But we pro we provide Project Care as sort of that bridge for many students as they are transitioning from a high school environment where diversity and inclusive excellence may have meant something really different than what it means on the university level. And to try and help them be prepared to be the best student and to be a successful and ultimately to be retained by Western and to graduate. So come back and be successful alumni and contribute to uh, the community in ways that only alumni can do. So uh, we try to support students all the way through their journey. I went on Western on tour, so I got an opportunity to even meet some prospective students. And we start planting that seed very early. We start building those relationships with students that are interested in Western and sharing with them the very unique culture and what it means to be a part of a community that values diversity and inclusive excellence. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Going further into that, as we usually do, if students would like to be part of this program, like Project Care or other things going on at ICA, how can they find out about these events? That's a great question. If students are interested, they can certainly contact Intercultural Affairs, our website. You could go through our website, or you can contact our office, or you could do even better than that. You can just come to 227 in the UC right across from the mailboxes. So we're so easily accessible, um, and the doors are almost literally almost always open. <laughs> we are open from 8 o'clock in the morning until 8 o'clock in the evening on Monday through Thursday. And on Friday, we close at 5 because um, through our experience, we found that most folks find something else to do or somewhere else to <laughs> hang out after 5 on a Friday. But we really do work hard. Our offices, our staff, um, our student ambassadors, our ICA council, who is a, a major part of our, um, of our network, as well as our advisory board, which is comprised of faculty and staff that support the work that we do, they are always accessible and always looking for opportunities to engage new members of our community who have not really taken advantage of the opportunities that um, ICA provides for all students and looking for ways to get engaged and involved. So anytime you come through those doors, 227 in the UC on the second floor, then you are going to find a smile and someone who is going to be willing and, and just looking forward to embracing you and greeting you and bringing you into the ICA family because you're already a member. <laughs> so it's just a matter of come on home so that we can welcome you and so we can help to be a part of the network and that sustains all of us here. We kind of talked about how students can get involved and what ICA is, mm -hmm. but Dr. Patterson, what are your goals for this year? What would you like to see ICA accomplish? Wow. Well, I tell you, our goals this year, um, sort of our, our overarching goals, we really have three main overarching goals, um, and, and that is to provide support for underrepresented students here on our campus, and we know there are several groups and sort of subgroups and entities of students that are underrepresented, to provide new knowledge and information and learning opportunities opportunities around diverse peoples and diverse ways of knowing and diverse understanding and just diversity in general, and then also to, to contribute to the welcoming environment uh, here on campus. This year, we had a really specific goal to try and be more inclusive of some of the communities that have not found themselves as tied 
to ICA's initiatives and programs. For example, the Asian, Asian and, and Latino communities here on campus. So we've been very intentional in our efforts to reach out to those populations and make sure that those students know, understand that they are a part of the family of ICA and that we want it to be really intentional and in being present and showing up for all of those uh, communities and so that they continue to see us as a resource and to see us as a partner in the success of the students, the faculty, and the staff that are affiliated or that are aligned with um, those populations. So big goals, mm -hmm. big aspirations for this yes. year. Yes. A lot of coming together in a lot of community. Absolutely. Was there anything we haven't touched on that you'd like to talk about today? Well, I think that uh, one of the main things that I would like to say is that ICA is a, a place where everyone should feel comfortable, everyone should feel welcome. It's not an exclusive department. We welcome everyone with open arms. And so if you're a student at Western Carolina University and you haven't stepped foot into intercultural affairs, then what are you waiting for? <laughs> Please come and share with us in ICA what we can do to strengthen your experience and to make your experience something that will be remembered for years and years to come as you go on and you contribute to the world in meaningful and thoughtful ways and that you can look back and say that ICA was a part of your development as a student here at Western and that we contributed to building a global citizen. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Well, Dr. Patterson, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for inviting us. We really appreciate it. And thank you for listening to WWCU-FM 